you are listening to the number one podcast for Pokemon and mental health. This is Sleep Powder. I am Theron. And I am Anna. And we are your hosts for season two of the show. Yeah. Welcome back. Well, I mean, we were for season one, but... Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back anyway. <laughs> uh, for those who are new listeners to the show, we want to thank you for your continued and ever fervent support very mm-hmm. grateful to have you as our listeners but for the new listeners coming along we want to let you know that uh we want to let you know a little bit about us and a little about a little bit about what our show is about uh, that's a whole mouthful yeah baby i think you said new twice a new 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 yeah i think you said to the new listeners thank you for being here <laughs> to the new listeners <laughs> anyway yeah, it happens. Okay. Uh, for our new listeners, this is Sleep Powder. Uh, Sleep Powder is a brainchild of myself, Theron, Anna, and our wonderful friend Tim, who is our sound engineer. Yeah, Tim does come on some episodes. Every now and then, Tim will pop yeah. in. Um, Tim and I met in college at Smash Club, the Smash Club that I started. Um, he's been a loving, trusting, and faithful friend ever since. Mm-hmm. And a little bit about us. Yeah. Anna and I are in a long-distance relationship yes. going 14 months strong. Yeah. Um, we decided that we both wanted to have an outlet to talk about Pokemon and also talk about uh, mental health in a community that isn't necessarily... Um, that adept in talking about these kinds of feelings and emotions and concepts. So we wanted to make Sleep Powder as an entry-level gateway show where people who are in the gaming or Pokemon or whatever community that you want to listen to uh, be more inclined to talk about these things. Yeah, because Theron is into all kinds of gaming and that includes both electronic and card games. Um, We also thought it would be really interesting because Theron actually got me into playing it. So Mm. our first couple episodes was the first time I ever really played Pokemon. Pokemon, as I just (laughs) started to say it. Um, Theron has been a faithful player since you were five. Five years old. Yeah, so uh, we also thought that would be really interesting with someone who grew up in this kind of community and who has been playing the games <laughs> starting <laughs> with the ones uh what was it ruby was first my so, very first video game was of ruby and, and it taught you to read it ruby quite literally taught me how to read and <laughs> i got so involved with all the other games and i've been i haven't missed a game since i i've played every single one um i you you can ask me a question about a Pokemon, I can probably tell you what it is, or I can probably tell you what the answer is, no matter how nitty-gritty. Um, yeah, when we started dating, one of my favorite things would be to um, tell him a number and ask him which Pokemon it was in the decks, and he usually had it just off the top of his head. So it is a very fun party trick. It is quite quite the party trick, but yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully we'll we'll find some use for it here. Um, some of our goals with Sleep Powder, we want to find you 
a way to entertain yourself. We pride ourselves on not being a super loud, super obnoxious show. We pride ourselves on not being um, not being super dramatic or uh, not talking about drama, this, that, and the other. Yeah. Um, we want to make sure that this is a calming, relaxing source to your day, or you can just zone out and talk and listen to Pokemon. Exactly. Uh, or just listen to things about mental health. Um, yeah, a little bit about... Whichever, like, floats your boat. Yeah. And you know what? We're both... I, I'm nearing, like, 23. You're nearing 24. Right. We're too tired for drama. We don't, like... There's no point to it. No. We're, we're very much uh, more into the relaxing aspects. And that's just us. Whatever yeah. works best for you. Yeah. Um, we want to give you a little bit of insight on the structure of our show. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, usually how our show is structured is that it's structured in three different segments. Our first segment is the Safari Zone, which we will get to in a short while. The Safari Zone talks about uh, where we randomly generate a Pokemon and talk all things about it. Mm-hmm. Just names or origins or Theron species. will tell you the more specific things like uh, uh, battle strategies and how to utilize that Pokemon. And I will tell you the much more important things such as what name should it have? And if so, why is it not just named that? Would it be a good friend? Would it be a of good friend? Of course it would be a good friend. They're all good friends. Yeah, I mean, Except I Except for the some, Jar of Souls. I think some would be better for cuddling than others. I think some would be ones you would leave in a daycare and some you would not. But I don't think that's because of their attitude. It's not like... Yeah, yeah. Not like a... Not like a... a how people talk about dog breeds where it's like, Oh, I would trust a, a nice golden retriever, but not a pit bull. That's not what I mean. <laughs> I mean, some of them are literally knives, so maybe don't put them there. Do not cuddle with the swords. Yeah, probably not your best bet. Or the Power Ranger covered in swords. Yeah, I feel like it would be really hard to cuddle with um, the ones that are constantly on fire. Oh yeah, that's hard. That's gotta be tough. Um, and my other one that I think might be a little difficult are definitely ghost types, because a lot of them are, you know ghosty boys so you can't really just (laughs) can they become corporeal and those are some of the questions that we can uh dissect in the safari zone see what i mean the more important questions like yeah you can you can put a a a focus sash on it but would it be very good would you trust it to watch your child while you went to the bathroom for five minutes (laughs) all that and many more yeah (laughs) The, the next section is our Calm Mind segment, mm-hmm. where we will talk about uh, our mental health tips of the day, things that we talk about. We cover topics like self-care or burnout. We talk about how to keep yourself hydrated. Um, Focus, ways. ruts, mindfulness, um, work-life balances, feeling completely overwhelmed. You, you name it. We're here to help you and give you our insight. Um, yeah, you name it, of... we got it. Theron yeah. is, um, Theron's goal is to become a therapist. He is working at a mental health center right yeah. now. 
I'm currently working at a, a rehabilitation program yes. out of uh, a certain area. Yeah. And it is a gateway to my, um, just to my dream career. I'll, I'll never tell stories about clients. I'll never tell stories about um, what goes on because they all have their, they all have their rights to privacy. Yeah. Um, but some of the things I will share are, um, things that I've learned about like coping mechanisms or ways that we can um, help you be more productive in your day. Yeah. Things that are more of the tips and tools of the trade as opposed to uh, you know. Um, details about your work. Exactly. Yeah, we're not um, here to, you know, air anything out about anybody other than ourselves. And right. I will tell you um, so Theron is, you know, uh, actually working right now and getting towards his dream. I am in law school. Working um, furiously. I am, <laughs> I am furiously working on studying and everything. So for all of our students out there and our- We're here for you. We are so here for you. I, I wish I could express. We, uh, I'm looking at the date, we're around midterms. So mm -hmm. either your midterms have just concluded, maybe you're in the middle or just getting started. I am, I am forever so sorry for anyone who has to take midterms and finals. I wish I could give all of you snack bags and a big hug if that would make you feel more comfortable. If not, I will give you a stuffed animal to hold on to. Yeah. So sorry. The, <laughs> no, I mean, those are uh, some of the things that we'll talk about in the combine segment. And yeah. Our last and final segment is our hyper voice segment, which is actually going under a little bit of maintenance and tweaking. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that we can engage with our audience a little bit more and get to know our audience, get to connect with you on a more large basis. Um, we're working on, uh, we, we've been talking about doing it forever, but we're actually in the process of redesigning our social media and getting back on that train. Um, as you can tell, we have a brand new album cover for season two. Uh, which that Theron made completely. I, I think it looks great. Um, Theron has made the last two of them. I mean, the only two that we've had. And I just think I'm, I'm in awe of your artistic prowess. Thank you, darling. Uh, we, yeah, so Hyper Voice, we're, we're going to start including a question at the end of the episode. So we can engage with you and get to know like, your favorite kinds of Pokemon, your favorite kinds of ways to cope, your favorite kinds of, uh, like, how do you like to take your walks? How do you take your coffee? Or what? Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite uh, oddball Pokemon? And Which why Pokemon is it do you crawfish? think would write in cursive constantly? Exactly. If um, you had to guess, which Pokemon listens to indie music? Uh, for the first one, I really think that... Uh, if any Pokemon had to listen, or <laughs> since they listen to cursive, <laughs> if any if any Pokemon wrote in cursive, I really think it would be Calyrex. I was thinking, um, who's the one that starts as Ralts, and when it gets big, it's something else? Uh, Gardevoir. The girl one. <laughs> Gardevoir. Gardevoir can be male and female. No, no, I know. I mean, you know, I'm talking about the one that's got the long flowy dress in my head that hits me as indie singer oh. in the woods. My Ivakaitis. <laughs> Ivakaitis. Yeah. 
Welcome to my kitchen. Are you ready for the safari zone? Yeah. Uh, just to kick off season two. Tell um, me who we got. Who we got. So, as we mentioned early on, the safari zone will entail the two of us randomly generating a Pokemon, discussing all things about it, and going into excess detail about how much we love it, uh, battle <laughs> or strategy, hate or hate it, <laughs> nicknames, you name it. Are you ready to spin the wheel? I am so ready. We do right. these randomly every time. He, I can't see his screen because we're in different states because we live in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And uh, he does this and he just makes me wait and I'm very impatient. I'm just going to fill the space with little talking until he tells me he's got one. The website crashed. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Hold um, on. So, uh, uh, while you're doing that, I'll just tell our new listeners or our old listeners, whoever's listening, not old, like, well, you, you guys know what I mean. Um, so we also have a fourth segment, which is the beginning, which is our sort of introduction before we do Safari Zone, right. where we give you guys general updates or tell you, like, what we're doing right now. Um, not in, like, specifics, like, I'm working on an essay in civil procedure on amendments. Like, that means nothing and it's not important. But I will tell you that I am working on um, doing the entire Galar Pokédex in shiny form. <laughs> and it is killing me slowly. <laughs> uh, I'm still on Score Bunny. I've been on Score Bunny since March. <laughs> but that means that you at least you got Grookey. I did. I did get Grookey. Are you did, speaking... Did... <laughs> Speaking of which, are you ready for the Pokemon? I'm so ready. It is absolutely monkey time. Uh, we are talking about Ambipom. Oh my god, I actually know this one. I remember Ash had one of these. He's got two hands! It got two hands. Ambipom, what a really fun Pokemon. Uh, one of my first memories of Ambipom was when I was a kid, I hacked my diamond game. I, I just broke it open with an action replay. <laughs> and I had a cheat where I was able to um, steal other trainers' Pokemon. Like, every every trainer battle was treated as if it were a wild battle. Oh my god, and that's horrible. It is horrible. But not only did I catch all of Cynthia's Pokemon... But I caught 12 Ambipoms, and oh I named all of them Carl with a K. Why? I, I have no idea. And it was special Ambipom, too, so it had, like, Fire Blast and Thunder and Blizzard, which is, <laughs> <laughs> as we're about to break down, absolutely not the way to go. Could you tell me what the type of, of Ambipom is? Ambipom is a pure normal type. That's what I was guessing. Can I say one mm. thing about I? So let me. Um, so your first one, it's a month. Uh, like, your first like experience with it was that mine was. Um, I remember it stealing Ash's hat a lot. Ah, uh, that's Apom. Well, yeah, but it's the littler one. So like, I will talk about that one because that's the littler <laughs> one. Um, we can, we can cover Apom too. Well, it's little, so it's better. It is little. 
Yeah. Anyway, um, that's what I was thinking of. And a second thing. It looks like taffy. It's got the Benderoo arms. It's got Benderoo arms. Mm-hmm. I'm also on a quest uh, for a side quest here. <laughs> What's the Pokemon? Who am I thinking Deoxys. of? I want someone <laughs> to make Deoxys out of Benderoos. I just, I think it just needs to be done. You know, the early 2000s uh, squish and stretch art toy? I just thought, like, I saw it a couple, oh, a couple months ago we were talking about Deoxys, and I was like, there has to be a picture of someone who made it as Benderoos, and I can't find one. So, that's your challenge as a listener. Make Deoxys with Benderoos, or pipe cleaners. Cool. I'm not that picky. Yeah, that'd be fun. I was and there say, are I don't four... think you can even get Benderoos anymore. Yeah, there are four forms, so you can um, get creative. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. If you know what I'm talking about, then you know exactly which form. There's <laughs> one form that is perfectly is per- that can be perfectly rendered in Benderoos, and if you if you are the correct person that this quest is for, you'll know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, this this is your uh, this is your siren call. <laughs> Are we ready to talk about monkey? Yeah, let's get back to the monkey. I'm sorry. It does look like it's made out of taffy, and it reminds me of a Willy Wonka chocolate factory. Continue. It's very cute. Uh, monkey has... It's... I think it's very stretchy. Uh, I love the way that the arms are designed. It took me a while to get, like, away from the, the big three fingers. Um, but, I mean, they're kind of well-designed. I like, the, I like the way that they look. Um, it's slightly upsetting. He, he's a monkey. He looks just like a monkey. Can you believe this monkey can learn a dragon type move? <laughs> no. <laughs> but let's get into some of the nitty gritty details about Ambipom. Um, Ambipom is a pure normal type. It evolves from Apom by leveling up and learning the move double hit. Um, well, because it's got will... two hands. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. Um... It has three abilities, three really, three okay abilities. They're pretty great. <laughs> um, the first one being technician. Moves with a base power of 60 or less are boosted in power by 50%. So if you're going to hit me for 40, it does 60 now. Mm. Um, pick up. Uh, this Pokemon has a 10% chance of finding and holding an item after battle. It will yep, not work if it's already. He's, he's got so much room for... He has two hands so he can pick up all the presents off the ground. Ambipom would be the Pokemon to be like carrying multiple steel chairs at church or like I'm sorry, uh, what did you just say? (laughs) Say that again. (laughs) He would be the or after like a like a middle school recital. Like Oh, okay. So carrying the metal chairs. I got you, I got you. That is a thing at church. I just I I just did not hear you. so I was raised super Catholic, so I went to church all the time, and I always make fun of Theron because he doesn't go to church. And so when I took him to my church, which is a big deal in my community, oh my god, <laughs> he just—it was so funny because he had no idea what anything was, and it was—I found it very funny and charming. You put money um, in the basket, and they don't even say thank you. No, honey, <laughs> they didn't even make eye contact with you. Anyway, if you, if you do it right, 
They don't look at you. At least the monkey will give me my money back. That's true. <laughs> uh, Pickup actually has a really unique uh, use in battle now because it used to be in it's like a story mode only item or ability where uh, if it used, so for example, if you ate your citrus berry mm-hmm. and you are set up, you have a chance of getting another one back. Oh, that's really cool. He's got extra snacks. <laughs> and then its hidden ability is skill link. Moves that are multi-hit are hit like two to five times, so will always hit five times. Which, on paper, looks pretty good. I mean, sounds good. Here are some of the Pokedex entries of this purple monkey. Tell me. <laughs> In search of comfortable trees, they get into territorial disputes with the groups of Pasimian. They went about half the time. It uses its tails for everything. If it wraps both of its tails around you and gives you a squeeze, it's proof that it really, really likes you. Oh, it taught you how they love. They work in large colonies. love and be good. Here's the best part. They work in large colonies and make rings by linking their tails in the name of friendship. To eat, it deftly shuts shucks nuts with its two tails it rarely uses its arms now that's why their arms are so tiny yeah uh, it's um they atrophied wait I need to look up a picture of these monkey yeah oh my god Uh, because in my head I was thinking of what their arms looked like and I was like they just look like little nubs right they are mm-hmm. little nubs because that's so sad. And you know what? In sense of evolution, that kind of makes sense. No, no, it does. And like looking at Apom. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say looking at Apom going into Ambipom, Apom still has the nubs. Apom has always had the nubs. But Ambi- it's almost as if it was destined to evolve into Ambipom. I know. I um, Okay, so I was thinking of Apom when you were saying that they make a circle with their arms. And I was like, <laughs> how do they do that? They only have one. It wouldn't go very <laughs> far. But no, if it has two, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, fun biology fact for some of our bio- biology people. Yes. Uh, now, what... Okay, <laughs> I had I had a phrase in my head that I knew was going to work, but I realized it didn't work. I was thinking of vestigial features, but that does not apply to Ambipom whatsoever. Well, they kind of are vestigial. Well, vestigial is something that's like left over from a previous evolution that was no longer useful. Yeah, but I so feel like, like I feel like its arms are less useful than its tail, so I feel like it is. I feel like eventually it'll be a vestigial. I think it's in like that interim period where it's not completely useless, but not useful. It's like uh, our appendix. Our appendix yeah. used to have bile that would like help us digest meats and whatnot, but yeah, how and it, it with... still does do stuff. Yeah, it's just not like super helpful, but it's not as useless as wisdom teeth. Like how whale fins are segmented to look like wings, just based off of evolution they have tiny bone structures in the near their tail for little feet 
a perfect example of a vestigial feature is another Pokemon, uh, Superior, one of the Gen 5 starters. Okay, um, you need to tell me how to spell that. <laughs> yeah, S-E-R-P-E-R-I-O-R. Oh, never mind, I got it. Um, it has two little leaves that go behind its back. And when it when it evolved, like its previous evolutions, they have hands. Snivy has hands. Servine has hands. Seem to have hands. Um, oh, it does. It's like little um. No, I I, I do little, I am looking at it. It looks less like hands. But Superior has two little leaves that, you know, it hasn't it doesn't use anymore. So they've kind of become vestigial. And uh, it has been confirmed that they are, in fact, hands that it holds behind its back. Because it's so regal and such a majesty. Oh, I just see, I just saw a picture, and it's and it's the evolutions, and it's wearing the same jacket, and the armholes just get empty. <laughs> That's so sad. Are you ready to talk about moveset? Yeah, you tell me tell me what the moves are for this. I'm still looking uh, at the wrong one. Hold on. <laughs> I was like, wow, this monkey. one is so weird. I don't remember talking about this because we weren't. Ambipom's best stat is speed. Has a base 115 speed. Huh. Has a base 100 attack stat. So nothing, nothing too great. You know, it's it's like that's kind of on the upper end of middle of the road. Its defenses are trash, 66 apiece, and its special attack is lowest stat, 60. So you're going to want to run it as a fast, um, fast, uh, scout kind of Pokemon. So mm. a, a good moveset that we can run, it gets a lot of utility moves, like it gets dual chop. If you, if you really want the dragon coverage, um, it gets baton pass. It gets, ooh, a super fun strategy, tickle. It gets tickle. Uh... It gets double hit nasty plot, which you're not going to use because your special attack stat is worthless. Um, it gets fake out, which I'm I'm pretty sure it still gets fake out. Yeah, fake up, fake out, beat up, um, revenge, switch roof. You want to take someone's item, which I think is really fun. And I think it also gets U-turn. So let's build a move set for this uh, good sweet monkey. Yeah. Palm, you're going to want to run max attack, max speed, just so you're the fastest one on the field. Um, you're going to want to run fake out. So it, it, fake out works um, the first turn that you're in battle, only the first time that you're in battle. If it's the first move that you use, that's it. That's the only time you can use fake out. Oh. Um, so you, it's a base 40 power normal type move which gets boosted by Technician, which is the ability that we're going to run for this thing. So Fake Out will turn a base 40 power move into a base 60 power move. Um, and so you can do Fake Out. And the item that I was going to suggest for this Pokemon is the Normal Gem. So how Normal Gem works is that it's a consumable item, so it goes away after you use it. When you, when you use... So... The first normal type move that you use is doubled in power. So you use fake out. It you fake out, you get the technician boost, and you get the normal gem boost. You hit a Pokemon super hard, super fast, and it's automatically confirmed that they flinch. Pretty neat. Um, that is pretty neat. 
And then you can also run uh, Covet if you really want to. Covet means uh, it's a base 60 power um, move, which is boosted by Technician, and it takes the opponent's held item. So you can use your normal gem so you no longer have an item, and then you just take theirs. Oh. Um, you can also run Switcheroo, which trades items with a Pokemon in the event that you don't really want it. And then you can also give it a U-turn. You can give it knockoff to get rid of the item. Ambibomb has a lot of item manipulation, which is very rare in a Pokemon. And it's, it seems to be something that uh, usually normal types would get. So my moveset that I would recommend would be like Fake Out, Covet, um, Switcheroo, U-turn, and or you could even use, I don't think the best normal type move it gets is Last Resort. If you really want to be a mad lad, you can uh, you can run Fake Out and Last Resort <laughs> as your only two moves, so you're always hitting for 140 base power. Test it out. See what works best for you. Uh, you also get Power Up Punch, which is, which is very fun. It's a technician-boosted 40 base power fighting type move that <laughs> raises your attack stat by one, so you can hit even harder. Um, test it out. I absolutely love this purple monkey. What are your thoughts, my dear? Um, I have a lot of thoughts. About monkey? Yes. Okay. Okay, well, let's hear them. So, I'm going to start with um, something kind of controversial, which is I'm looking at the image that was Apom from Detective Pikachu, and I am <laughs> currently shaking a little bit. <laughs> I hated the way they did that. It was so it was spooky, and that makes me sad. Um, I found somebody who wrote Apom wrong and is selling it as merchandise, so that's fun. <laughs> um, so usually what happens is Theron will tell me the name of the Pokemon. I will look it up in Google Images, and I will send him just some amazing photos that i find and nothing like weird um so it starts with like one i haven't sent them yet but it's one with like he's pulling his eyelid down a little all playful there's one with him doing the like okay symbol with his tail and then somebody made a a, a comic panel uh with grookey and okay. they were saying it was the same pokemon <laughs> um, but so here's here's my thoughts. I think this is a fun, cute, playful friend. I think, if I'm being honest, I feel like it was more for the TV show than it was for the game. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, because of how they like used it in the show, it was very much like having Curious George. It was like. Yeah. It was like Curious George just decided he was in, in Pochi Man. <laughs> um, so that was that's what I'm thinking right now. I don't I don't hate Apom. I don't think that I love it either. I I have more. Fa it's more in the neutral for me. I have more favorite Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's a I have monkey. more. I think I even have more favorite monkey shaped Pokemon. You know? I have I have preferred monkeys. Yeah, like, I don't I know. Would... Also, it's a haircut. At the has has Ambipom is very much like coconut head, which I don't like. 
I thought it kind of had like the 90s bob going on, you know? <laughs> I know yeah. what you're saying, but I had the 90s bob, and I really hope I didn't look like Ambipom. Yeah, but you're not a monkey. I mean, we're all kind of monkey, you know? Monkey, monkey, monkey. Anyway, um, you can well, go. I, I have got two ideas with names. Okay. Um, my first is still sticking with the Willy Wonka thing. Because they mm -hmm. very much look like they're made of candy. And I think now, if they had decided to put a second type on this one, I would have... If they put a second type, what would you have guessed? Before I tell you what I'm thinking. Mm, I think they would have given it... Because I've got three in my head. I think they would have given, like normal not normal ground but i want to say normal like fairy okay so i was i, I had a couple so one was definitely normal fairy mm -hmm. um i definitely had normal ghost okay does that make sense they make it kind of spookier yeah well not just spookier but just the fact that like a devious monkey who steals stuff all the time <laughs> tell me that he wouldn't have loved to be a floating ghost on top of that Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, um, and then sort of on the same idea, um, I would say psychic, so it would bring the objects to itself. I see that. Like, with ma like a mage hand, you know? Yeah. I mean, um, I said we had like a third mage hand. Yes! Oh my god, that would be its final evolution. It would have mage hand kind of a thing. Huh? Mental monkey. Mint mint monkey. Mint monkey. Um and be uh, um Oh, so sorry, what I was saying was my two thoughts for names are any of the children from the Willy Wonka movie or book or whatever you want to call it. Or I would say George for Curious George because it it just follows that same sort of monkey stereotype. Yeah. Yeah. I I like the uh, I like group hug. I think that's a, that's a good idea. It's cute. Group hug is is a strategy <laughs> in um in magic where if you're playing all sorts of uh, if you're playing a certain like if you're playing a group hug deck in magic, everyone at the table is going to benefit from whatever you do. So I think group hug is very cute. Oh. But I I also second George. Yeah. But wow. you see where the Willy Wonka thing is coming from, right? Oh, of course. Okay, cool. 100%. All right. Do you have any last thoughts about this monkey, monkey, monkey man? Um, not my favorite monkey. That's all. Not my favorite monkey. Uh, one of my favorite, one of my more nostalgic monkeys, but, um, yeah. I, I do like it. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's not, not that normal. If, um, yeah. If you're picking up what I'm putting down. I am. Uh, Palm was a well-needed evolution for Apom. Um, it's sad that it's kind of <laughs> fallen by the wayside due to power creep, but I, I still like it. Fair enough. <sighs> wow. Yeah. I missed you this. Yeah. Swinging on into our Calm Mind segment, <laughs> we are going to talk about... Um, I kind of just uh, this is uh, something that's hard to master 
hard to pick up, but it will. Oh, we will me. use our rare skill pickup. <laughs> we will use our rare skill pickup and try to find ourselves a routine. Uh, let's talk all about um, daily routines in life. Yeah. I feel like um, routines have an essential part of mental health. Uh, we are we are creatures of habit. I feel mm. as if uh, it's just kind of crucial for how we how we live. Um, for example, I <laughs> I was helping a client today, and I I didn't eat lunch at a certain time that I usually eat lunch. I have these big um, bowls of uh, heatable ramen that I and store in my cabinet. At- 10 o'clock recording and he's got an upset tummy no i i was just <laughs> i i had some when i came home today but um i i felt like something was off the entire day yeah because it was out of my routine i've already established this is what i like to eat this is when i like to do things yada yada yada, yada. um yeah absolutely the, there's such an importance to routine and how we live our lives Yeah, um, and personally, Theron and I have both been um, struggling with our routines because uh, when Theron just got this job, it was also when Mm -hmm. I was dealing with a new class schedule. So we were also, we were adapting to each other's schedules and our own, which was, and I mean, like, I'm right now I'm living at home. And so, like, my siblings are here, my parents are here, and they're also on different schedules than usual. So we were all adjusting to each other and I was adjusting to Theron's. And and so it was a lot of a lot of uh a lot of well adjustments, but um it did it does get fr- it did get frustrating at the beginning. Oh yeah. I know we definitely like we had a couple nights where we just sort of sat on the phone um and just sort of sat there in silence with each other just to sort of reorient for the day. Right. You know? It's, uh, it's hard because prior to this job that I'm working, I was previously working from home in a job that I was completely unhappy with. Yeah. And um, I was working from home. And I have about uh, I have about a half hour, 35 minute commute every day going into work. And... Um, it's it's different for for the first month. I had to re- completely readjust my schedule. Oh yeah, and that, that causes a lot of stress and a lot of um, you know, <laughs> things are not the way that they. We all know when something doesn't sit right. I feel like that's a feeling that I shouldn't have to explain to people. Mm-hmm. But it's different when something's out of place. Yeah, especially because as creatures of habit, when your routine changes. It, it's like the whole world just sort of stops for right then and there. Like, I I have a normal class schedule, and it's the same time for these classes every week. Sometimes the class is canceled, and that's different. But, like, this week alone, I have, like, seven meetings outside of my class. And I'm just genuinely, like, dreading my day on Thursday because I have, like morning to late afternoon meeting after meeting and class and meeting and everything already which like isn't my norm for this day for like that kind of a day right 
So what we've been working on together, because we were trying to, well, I was trying to challenge myself, and so I roped Theron into it. Um, mm-hmm. We were working on keeping a consistent schedule with the with the two of us, and each week adding a new step to the daily routine. Right, one step at a time. Exactly. So make it a habit that you keep for a week, and then the next week you get to move on. It's sort of like... It felt to me kind of like leveling up. Yeah. You know? So like... It, yeah, um, it's, you take what you've learned already and kind of apply it further and say, okay, we can go to bed at this time, try to wake yeah. up this time, and then we try it again next day, and we try it again later. Um, and that's something... sort of been our steps. We worked on um, sleep. So first, because oh, yeah. that's really your root. It's how you sleep. That's, that's really a big... Um, Absolutely crucial. Yeah, it's a big thing of your day. Because it's how you recharge. It just is. So how we started was we would... So Theron has to get up super early for work. And I don't. (laughs) Um, My first class is at 10.30 in the morning. So I really don't have to get up super early. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have been sort of dealing with sort of depression and anxiety and everything. So I've been getting up at the same time as Theron so that I can text him before he goes to work and get my day started. And so we're both up at the same time. Right. And so Um, because we get up early now, we sort of go to bed a lot earlier than we used to. So like when Theron was working from home, we'd go to bed 12, 1 o'clock. 12, 1, 2. Yeah. Now it's more like 11, 30. (laughs) Yeah. Because... I need to get up super early and I need to be up and awake for at least an hour. That is the magic number. Yeah. At least an hour before I get to my destination. And, um, you know, it's. Theron's not a very big morning person. <laughs> I am absolutely not a morning person, but I, I do recognize that there is a big importance to structure. Yeah. Look at it this way. How can you benefit from not having a routine just just a th- throw that question out here what do you get for not having a routine nothing good you get okay you get freedom great that every day is a saturday every day is a sunday but at what cost <laughs> what what's the opportunity cost of you making that decision and not making another decision of you know kind of scheduling your day so um, for example, like I, when I worked from home, I would get up, I would often get up at 8.45, mosey on over to my computer and log on for the day. But I think I, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. It's fine because I actually really like the structure I am being. And this is a, a tip that we were going to talk about for how to help you with your routine. I have people holding me accountable. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> I have my boss. I I love my I love my team at my work. Um they can if some if I'm late, they'll hold me accountable. Yeah. If um and if people around me are holding me accountable, I can learn to hold myself accountable. Yeah. We've been and holding that, each other accountable lately. Yeah. Um, it's, especially it's because Crown Tundra just came out so like when new games come out Theron is like used to just staying up and keep and like continuing to play the game and move for- further uh, especially right now because we've got 
the show so we talk about all these new things with pokemon and we were both like no we can't do that right now we gotta go to bed i'm tired yeah we, <laughs> we can't do this right now not yeah, a no. good time time management has been absolutely crucial so yeah. find people who can hold you accountable find people who can say you know what look i'm i'm really hoping to take 30 minutes a day to sit down and read my book I'm really yeah. hoping to take 30 minutes to go on a walk. I'm hoping to go to the gym. I want to actually work on eating and feeding myself. Tell somebody. Here's tell the... a close friend that you trust and say, look, I I really would love if you could help me out with this. Because when they care about you, it'll show. I'm going to tell you an even better one, which is why I'm making Theron do it with me. Mm-hmm. Find someone to do it with you. Like a friend or a sibling or a parent, whoever you're close to, and just do this challenge with them. It's a challenge for yourself to feel better. It is literally for no one else's benefit but your own. And the best part is... Sorry. No, no, The best part is, is that it's never a challenge for long. Yeah. It's never a challenge for long. It takes... There's the, the stat that people are throwing around. It takes 21 days to form a good habit beat it it takes exactly. 21 days well, for it so, not to be a challenge anymore sorry i keep interrupting you and you keep interrupting me because we've got so much to say like on this topic alone we kind of became like experts in daily routines because we were doing research to help each other exactly <laughs> um so what we've been doing is again slowly adding things to our routine so it started with our sleep schedule the week after that we did sleep um morning routines so like i know no night routines because i know for myself like sometimes i'm just working on homework and then i get tired and i put on my pajamas and i just crawl into bed Mm -hmm. and i know that that's not good for me i have to wash my face and brush my teeth and change into pajamas and not just like put on your sweatpants and hop into bed every night like it's not the best plan to wear the same sweatpants all the time and it's it's tough yeah but it's like it's whatever is for you honestly i say if you're feeling like you need to work on your routine take five minutes sit down list out what goals you want to like conquer for yourself so like sleep schedule food that's our next one so you making lunches take to work (laughs) and me making food so that I can actually like eat something other than ramen in between classes too and then like so like food morning routine night routine and you don't have to do all of these at once and you know what here's the thing even though this is a challenge it's still a challenge just for you so you don't have to do this as a week by week thing You don't have to add something every week. If it takes you a little longer to get to that schedule, that's okay. Yeah. All I'm saying is don't shorten it. Like, don't go shorter than a week. Give yourself at least a week to get used to that thing before you add another thing. One of the things that I think we could possibly save for another video that we could just kind of dip our toes into right now Mm -hmm. um, is not falling under the toxic positivity and productivity mindset oh absolutely you'll see this is one of the biggest things i hate about influencers 
and just people online where it's like, oh, you just have to work hard enough. You have to hustle. You have to get the grind and get the bag. And you, you as a person are not <laughs> a summation of what you do every day. You as a person are so much more than a collective set of experiences. You are not, you are not your work. You are you and you are working on you. That's the difference. Try not to fall into the um, people will like toxic positivity is that we should definitely make that a topic for another video or uh, audio because yeah. people will be like, oh, um, good vibes only. Yeah, you can not have good vibes sometimes. It's there okay. is <laughs> good vibes only is terrible advice um, because. <laughs> it's just saying to block out all the negative emotions. It's okay. You just have to feel it, sit with it, let it go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, so, wait. <laughs> Not to jump in the huge spiel. Yeah. True. Falling into toxic positivity is a whole other, whole other deal. Because a whole other hole. At least in the United States of America, we have a huge focus on work ethic and mm -hmm. how how much work one person does is equivocated to their worth as a person which is a first of all horrible horrible ideology um yeah so trying to break away from that is very crucial it'll be it'll be hard but it's definitely something you can unlearn yeah so to summarize this block of mental health stuff work on your routine Add what you think is necessary for yourself. Make it as a list and add a date next to it of when you're going to start. That can be a week. It could be two weeks before you get it. It could be a month. Whatever helps you. That's the if, point. Yeah. If you want more of a scrutinized or more of a up-close magnifying glass version, my best advice is break down your entire day into 20-minute increments and plot it out that way. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're just getting started, start with, like, an hour block. Yeah, that works, too. Yeah. Um, we, no matter what, we'll be here to help you out and support you. So yeah. if you have any questions, feel free to write us and write into us, um, and we'll plug our social media near the end. Of course. And just a, just a small reminder, we are far from perfect. We are doing these things. <laughs> yeah. We are doing a lot of these things with you and working on ourselves in this like we we needed a break from season one like we had some burnout <laughs> and then we were also like dealing with school and work for um for the guys they were doing more work than school i was doing more school and work so we were just sort of we needed a break and we recognized that as a mental health podcast we thought that would be a smart idea and now we're back yeah and now we're back but that's the point we're in no way lecturing you. We're just trying to help some, give you some helpful tips that we've used or that we've seen work somewhere else. We are but a team of three 20-somethings doing the best that we can. Yeah, 20-somethings because we can never remember how old Tim is. <laughs> I, in fairness, I've known Tim less than a year. You don't have an excuse. Tim is ageless. <laughs> Tim is ageless. <laughs> any any last thoughts? Good to move on? Yeah. Uh, 
Tim is a person whose positive qualities will always be frozen in time. And speaking of frozen and all sorts of uh, ice things, things that are ice to say about Tim, um, let us dive into the crown tundra. Let's dive into frozen too. Personally, I have a lot of thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) So the crown tundra is the second DLC uh, expansion released by Pokemon. Um, for Sword and Shield. For Pokemon Sword and Shield on the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. It is following the Isle of Armor DLC, which was yeah. released in June, I believe. I was later than June. June, May. It was when we were at the beach together. Oh, um, that was, that was, then that was June. Yeah, so it was released in June. Yeah. And now we have an entire tundra to explore. And I, I would love to hear your first impressions of the Crown Tundra, because you've played more than I have, or you've played less than I have. I have played so much less than you have, because <laughs> first of all, I thought the DLC was dropping next month. So that was my starting point. Um, um, for the sake of this uh, segment, we will also be talking about uh, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, minor spoilers, I hope. Um, what were your first impressions with it? since you've played significantly less than I have. Yeah, um, so currently I am, like, in the first town. I think I'm talking to the mayor for exposition. Mm -hmm. Um, personally, they did a lot of work on naming that town. (laughs) Freezington. Freezington. I just, whatever. Anyway, um, personally, I'm in enjoying the cold weather um i like that i got to change my character's outfit very quickly (laughs) um i i had so i had not changed my look since summer apparently since the last dlc and so i'm running through the crown tundra in a sundress and a crown from isle of armor Right. So, like a fool. So, you know, I had to bundle up and get all cute. Anyway, um, I don't hate it. I very much don't like Peony. (laughs) Ultra mega cool. He's just got so many things to say, and I don't have the energy to do lots of listening. Yeah. But I think think that's been my complaint in the past. Like, And again, we've talked about this kind of a thing where it's not that the game is bad. It's just they definitely designed it for a much younger audience. And I, as an adult, recognize that I am playing it and not a child. And I don't need my handheld to tell me which spot to go to next. Exactly. Um, I I completely agree. Yeah. uh, Starting with Peony, I think Peony is... uh... He, <laughs> a lot of work. Uh, yeah. Not my favorite character, but I, I had a few suspicions. I had a few thoughts about Peony um, that I was very proud to realize were right. But yeah. that's, has that's been heavy. So he so much about the story. But I'm I'm not gonna go into that detail. Maybe next week because yeah. some people are still playing it or still haven't thought about playing it. I'm still playing it. 
<laughs> when you're when you're finished with it then because i know you've got such a big schedule yeah two major takeaways from the uh crown tundra <laughs> you almost said First, out of armor i love the max lair feature the max lair feature is so cool yeah i like that or, more than the regular raids the Dynamax Adventures, uh, basically you get to pick from a team of rental Pokemon with a team of four friends or four online people, and you you do a maze of Dynamax battles, and at the end there's a Legendary or an Ultra Beast, and <laughs> it's, it's just so cool. Like it, There's a lot of strategy involved. I completely recommend playing with four people, just with yeah. a, a four stack of people, because online we, we were fighting a Kyogre raid. And before, so you'll run into like scientists. I'm like, oh, I've got a Pokemon here. I'd, I'd like to trade out if you're, I'm, I'm willing to loan if you, if one of yours is feeling ill. Um, so it just gives you an opportunity to swap for a random Pokemon. Yeah, which I think is really cool. Um, our only electric type swapped out for a Alolan Marowak <laughs> being a fire type. And we, we lost because the Alola Marowak kept dying. Yeah, it did not fare very well. We did not have any water coverage. So people online are not the brightest. Um, but that being said, it's super fun. Super fun. Oh yeah, um, I feel like I feel like this is again like one of those things that was definitely designed for multiple players or like play with your friends or make friends online, that kind of a thing. Right. Which like I don't need to make friends online. I'm a, an adult. <laughs> I, I have some people. I, I recently um, met Theron's friends finally in person. So uh, now I will force them to do raids with me <laughs> because I can. <laughs> yeah, big shout out to my uh, my really close friends right across the way, uh, Ryan and Dan, who uh, got me into playing Magic, and I told them how to play the Pokemon card game. So, and who uh, dealt with me for a whole night playing Among Us and... Dealt with you. It's never dealing with you. It was very much dealing with me. It's never dealing with you. It was for that day. I I beg to differ. <laughs> and I beg and I beg and I beg. <laughs> uh, my, my, other, my other thought was the Pokemon are... The Pokemon that are back just make me so happy. Metagross is back, Salamence is back, Garchomp mm -hmm. is back. All... I mean, like, you know I was having a lot of trouble, because <laughs> I don't remember what was in Isle of Armor, mm -hmm. what was in Alola, what was in the original <laughs> game, what's in the TV show, what is something in my head, like, I don't remember what is actually where, so, um, I started the DLC two days ago, I think, so right. that would have been Sunday night. Um, and I think I was just describing vaguely what Pokemon were around me, um, and, and asking you if that was something I had already, because I didn't even want to, like, encounter it to walk away. Right. Um, and, and by vague description, I mean, aw, what a little guy. <laughs> that guy's a bit taller than me, which clearly is a description of Tyranitar. Tyrantrum? <laughs> Clearly. Oh, the fossils. Spoiler. Well, not really necessarily a spoiler because you'll see like within the first five minutes of playing the DLC, 
fossil Pokemon are back. I love fossils so much, and then when I found out there were more fossil Pokemon, I got so excited. Not more like, back. like not more like they made more like more as and I could get them, and and I was very excited. All of the fossil Pokemon are alive and roaming, the Crown Tundra. Oh, it's beautiful. I'm so happy. First of all, the, I I thought of that Sonic meme or uh, the. Uh, <laughs> the meme from the Sonic movie and it's like how are you not dead and he's like I have no idea yeah <laughs> because like you know it's a fossil <laughs> they're so su- they're supposed to be dead for a reason and then there's something that have that will explain it in the crown tundra but I'm not going to spoil it because it is a really uh really good piece of information is it something I know no I don't think you know it yet okay cool then that's fine then don't oh. tell me because I don't know yet my third favorite yeah. thing uh, about the about the crown tundra is the Galarian birds. <laughs> the, Zapdos is my favorite. <laughs> Zapdos is my Jeez. one of my favorite legendaries now. Galarian Zapdos is now a fighting flying type, and yeah. it is instantly it, it earned its spot on my team just because it it just looks so cool. I mean, like, I get that they wanted to do that, but I haven't- I didn't get a chance to, like, play the older games, and so, like, I wanted a chance to catch the original, like, legendaries, but- And you still do. I do? Uh, you can encounter Cantonian Articunos at this Moltres. Um, in the thing! In, in the Max- the, the Max Claire okay, battles. Okay, never mind, I'm not upset anymore. <laughs> this is usually how these go. I describe what I want, and Theron's like, "That is a thing. You can do that." And I, because I have <laughs> forgotten. It's like, yay, yay. Um, yeah. uh, what was I going to tell you? Oh no, I have a question, and yes, this yeah. is sort of a test of our knowledge combined, because I've played the game about one time, or two times, I think. Peony has a daughter. This is also not a spoiler. This is literally like the first line, like once you get to Crown Tundra. Peony has a daughter. And her name is? Peonia. No, it's... But she goes... She... Yeah, Peonia. She goes by Nia. Okay. (laughs) Because Peony will, like, embarrass her all the time. Well, yeah. But... Also, his daughter... Nia doesn't look like a child. She looks like she's a middle-aged woman. Yeah, I, I see that. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. That's probably just a weird thing that I'm thinking, or that we're thinking. I'm they sure made her kid is playing and being like, "Now that looks like my sister." They made her hair a weird color. Yeah, but I kind of like it. Mauve. Mauve. I mean, I like mauve. her more than I liked, um, the. <laughs> Clara. Um, yes, thank you. I was gonna call her Cassandra. <laughs> that's not her name, Clara. Clara. Clara was meant to be not liked. <laughs> there's a there's a quote um, as you can pair up with Clara in the new Galarian Star Tournament in um, Windit. You can pair up with her, and she, her her one of her quotes is, "Time to show this team how toxic we really can be." Oh, yeah, and Clara. Clara's league card is <laughs> it's evidently photoshopped. Oh. It, it it was made to look photoshopped because um she she just wanted to look like she wanted to look absolutely perfect so her slow bro is like dented <laughs> it oh. looks kind of it, it looks very it was a really neat touch i mean that's what i'm talking about like these are the kind of details i'm into 
now you're yes. saying there's a plot-based reason why the fossil Pokemon are alive and not fossils. I'm just excited because now I don't have to find fossils. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm just completely excited right now. Because now I want to keep playing, but I can't because I've got to write some papers and stuff. Um, I my other thought was, and I don't... Okay, so this is sort of with the game, but also not. So Theron has taught me, for our one year anniversary, Theron, Theron taught me how to play the Pokemon card game. Mm-hmm. My deck that I have right now that we made together that he mainly made because I don't know what I'm doing is firefighting. Mm-hmm. I would very much like to make it a fossil one. <laughs> oh yeah, we can do that. That's very we, much we, like, we started on because I know you. he had a couple of cards, but then we looked at them and realized that they were, what, stage two or threes, and that you needed the fossil cards to activate them. Right. And we didn't have any of those, which is fine. I wasn't, like, mad at you about it. I was just like, oh, so how do we get those, though? Because I very much want dinosaurs. <laughs> we will make you a Jurassic Park deck because... <sighs> Actually, Jurassic Park shouldn't have been called Jurassic Park because like the dinosaurs Cretaceous that were in the film were during the Cretaceous period. And now they have a new show on Netflix that's based off of Jurassic Park called Cre Camp Cretaceous, which just makes me mad because that means that they knew it and they, they're just shoving it in your face now. Interesting. Camp Cretaceous. Yeah. Alrighty then. But it's animated, so I don't know if I want to watch it. I might make you watch it with me. We'll watch one episode. That sounds yeah, like a good deal. this is what we do. We don't know if we want to watch something, so we force each other to watch it together so that we can either like it or be miserable. That's how mm. we did BoJack. Oh my god, BoJack being Tim's favorite TV show and also one of my favorite TV programs ever made. I thought it was interesting and thought-provoking, but if I watch too much of it, I just get sad. I get very sad. Yeah, like, we were not- we had to take a break when we were watching it. Not us as, like, a couple, but we had to take a break watching the show. Because yeah. of how, like, down it made us feel watching it, like, we were binge-watching it, like, season after season, and it was just so much that we had- what did we end up watching? Um, we watched- her. I think we took we took a break and watched her, the movie of the guy falling in love with his phone. Yeah, which, which was, was a lot less funny than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was supposed to be like a funny movie, but it wasn't. First of all, great movie. <laughs> yeah, it was very well done. A lot more sad and existential crisisy than I was expecting. Right. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Sleep Powder. Here's our movie reviews and TV reviews. Let me tell you about haunting a Bly Manor. Oh yeah. That's we what I, that. I watched that recently, and I keep talking to Theron about it, but he hasn't seen it, and I don't want to spoil it, but I also don't want him to watch it, because I know. it's scary. It is what it is. But I don't like scary things. My mom made me watch it. I'm not a scary person either. No. I think you well, might like this, though, because it's... I think you might like Bly Manor. I don't think you're going to like Hill House, because I didn't like Hill House. We can take a look at it, because if it's something you're interested in, we will watch it together. Alright. Are you... Yeah, the only thing I'm going to say about tonight? Hill House was 
Uh, they had the one actress that was like one of the one of the actresses was from uh, Twilight. She was the mom vampire. Um, and I was very bummed. Okay, so also side note, her character is an undertaker. And then I just got so sad that the Collins were never like an undertaking business. Yeah. Like imagine if they ran a funeral home. That would have been so smart. I also have to make you watch Twilight. That seems like something for another day. <laughs> Sorry, my stream of consciousness is just is is we're stopping it now. If you are <laughs> well, I'm very glad that you told me about that. You're welcome. If you are interested in joining us on social media, our Instagram is at Sleep Powder Talks. Our Twitter is the same thing, but no A in Sleep Powder Talks. Yeah, there's um, no A in Talks. If you have any questions, we urge you to please write to us at sleeppowdertalks at gmail.com. We would love to hear and uh, air your questions on air. Um, yeah, we also, um, you can DM us on Instagram as well. Um, if for some reason you want to contact one of us, but not the other, I mean, you can private message us personally or Tim if right. you have a sound question. Um, or if you're listening to a different episode and Tim is on it and you have a question for Tim, go ahead and ask him. Oh yeah. Tim is a wealth of knowledge. Oh yeah. Tim knows more than I don't like anybody. Um, I'm trying to think of what else we have feel free to reach out to us and we want to hear the answers to the question of the week being how do you feel about the crown tundra yeah and then we'll answer it next week episodes will be aired uh, approximately every sunday we're aiming on a youtuber schedule so um we're aiming for every sunday but life gets in the way so it might be sunday might be monday might be saturday the weekend but yeah. we're hoping for saturday and we're gonna update you with our social media as well when up when the episodes come out, um, and anything else going on, such as the the um, poll that I really want to take of which dog type Pokemon you think my dog looks like because we have all disagreed on this for what a year now. About. Yeah. So we need a definite answer from. Uh, other people and we will put that up on our Instagram he looks like Rockruff I, it's a herdier it's easily a herdier but that being said have a good night give your pets a kiss for us pretty please thank you for listening to Sleep Powder good night night